Hey, Fro, we want to hear your joke? Yep. What's the difference between a terrorist and an accordion pa- player? <laughs> I don't know. Terrorists have sympathizers. <laughs> On this episode of Another Digital Citizen, we will talk of News of the Week, TV of the Week, music used in psychological operations, movies of the week, extreme rules results, and another digital review of Hotel Transylvania 3, Summer Vacation. This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome citizen. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a special show. It's episode 145, but it's a special show, Luke. It's a special show? Okay. Yeah, because guess where I am? I'm not home. I think, they, yeah, they can tell by the noise and the echo that's happening here that... <laughs> And and the interruptions, I am 110% sure we will get. Yeah, actually, usually not that many, surprisingly. No. Like, uh, sometimes we'll get a couple, like, but usually when you're when you're in there, it's not too bad. Oh, hi, no. Fro. Hi, everybody, by the way. Yeah. Can hi, I get hi, my hi, intro hi, in there? Yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, we don't care about our listeners. We just talk to each other. <laughs> Which <laughs> kind of is what the show is, yeah. What's listeners? Just turn it off. Oh <laughs> uh, okay. yeah, well we're our, we're setting up another digital citizen con, right? And it's not going to fail like every other oh, convention geez. that's failed oh, in the last Christ. over the last summer. We're going to set it up so... in like four days, bro, and it'll be perfect, right? And Britney Spears is going to come there and sing if mm-hmm. we get two million streams. David Hasselhoff is going to be there to sing yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what is it with stupid motherfuckers that actually believes and buys into this? Like, here's the thing. He, the, the latest, uh, uh, what, what is his name again? Uh, the U- the YouTube guy, yeah, the leechy or something. Uh, yeah, something. Uh, Fousey, Fousey, something Fousey. like that. Fousey, I yeah. I've never heard of the guy. Like I heard of some of the people who were at, who were at or were supposed to be at this event, but I'd never heard of that yeah. guy before. So first we got uh, something called Tanacom, 
Uh, and that was Tana Mangu, right. I want to say her name is. And this was supposed to be maybe a prank, uh, maybe. And then it got the bomb scare, and now they're making a documentary about it, and fucking <laughs> hell. All right, yeah. I, hopefully the lesson's been learned here, but we're, we're going to do our own in three days, so I don't think we, we learned mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. So everybody come to Oregon in front of uh, Luke's trailer. Is, right. Uh... No, we're going to make it really easy for them to arrest us. We're going to do it right in front of the courthouse so that yeah. we don't have to yeah. go far when we all get arrested. <laughs> so I had one of the weirdest weeks ever. Uh, what about your week? Uh, crazy week, yeah. Kind of a new job doing uh, the cover band concert fro some good mm-hmm. cover bands i mean it it's music i've heard from the 80s like my whole life you know what i mean song they're all like it was you know there was a queen cover band and metallica and so they're ba- uh, songs you you would anybody would have heard a hundred times uh it's just ba- not the same band you know what i mean uh but there was yeah. a cool band they had a beastie boys cover band which was a little out of place Ooh. with the rest of the 1980s hair bands they had but uh they were pretty good. Overall, it was a really fun show. It was a lot of work, because I was there filming. Mm. I wasn't there to have fun or anything, but uh, it went really well, and I was happy with it. So, But did you have fun? Uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, it, it was a lot of work, but I had fun as well. I mean, I, it was, I was working with a good, good group of guys, and uh, when, you're, when you can have fun at work, that's yeah. when you know it's a good job, I guess, you know what I mean? But it's still work. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know how to, like, you, you know what I mean? Like, you're still working, even though it's fun. It's hard to, like, uh, describe other than that. Yeah. Yeah, now, I started, uh, what day is it today? Uh, it's Thursday. Uh, so I, I started getting sick this weekend. Uh, then I got uh, here to DPS, where I usually go. But they said I was too sick to be here, so they sent me to uh, the more secure mental hospital. Uh, And the more secure mental hospital said, well, you are well to be here, and sent me back. (laughs) So like the Goldilocks porridge scenario. Yeah, it's just right. This is right, just right. Now, so that uh, was tremendously fun. That is maybe one of the worst 48 hours I have had in, in, in my psychological life ever, I think. I mean, I, when, when you feel like somebody's saying, well, you, you actually, you are too sick to be here. We can't take care of you here. And they send me to a place where I'm supposed to be more secure. And that place that is more secure is saying, well, you're not really that sick to, right. for us to take care of you. They're giving we you the runaround is what it is. Yeah, yeah that can be yeah. aggravating even when you're not are already mentally... Uh... Unstable. Right, there you go. 
And then I after, say it for you, so you don't have to. I was trying to think of the best the best word to put in there, right? Uh, I was going to say incapacitated, but I didn't know if that would work. Uh, yeah, getting the oh. run around is already aggravating, let alone it being in that situation. So yeah. Yeah. So now, uh, uh, and then the doctor said, "Well." What we're going to do this time, we're going to look at your medications from scratch. I have something called um, two long QT time. Uh, and what a, a prolonged QT time uh, does, uh, it's a heart thing. Um, is that uh, the beats on your heart are a little too slow. Okay. Uh, so if you have uh, two pr- prolonged QT time in your uh, ECG, uh, you can faint, for example, or have a heart attack uh, in the worst case right. scenario. Right. So uh, because of that, and also they have uh, found out I had OCD thoughts, so they're going to set new medication for that. So I'm going to stay here longer than I thought. All right. Well, yeah. uh, we'll see if you're there next week, and we'll update. But let's continue with show. <laughs> yep. Hey, uh, I mean, it's, it's not the first long. time we've been in this situation, so let's just no trudge on. I, I got a million dollar idea for you, Fro, though. Which uh-huh. I I don't have enough money to make this happen, but maybe it'd be cheaper to make this happen in Norway than it would in America. Here's my idea, Fro. You know miniature golf. Yeah. What if miniature golf was regular sized? Uh huh. <laughs> Million dollar idea, bro. You just take a real golf course and you put a giant windmill in the middle of it. Boom. Regular sized mini golf. I would play the fuck out of that golf course. Right. I, I would love to see it like on ESPN. It would be much more exciting yeah. than the crap they show on, on regular golf now. And, and here we have Tiger Woods. He's going to put it in the clown's mouth. <laughs> oh, he hit the gnome. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Million dollar already. Hey, there's been no talk about Russia this week. Nope. Haven't Absolutely. heard a single thing about it. Or Trump. <laughs> or Putin. <laughs> uh, did you see when he walked in front of the queen? Oh, right, yeah. I didn't really put yeah. any of that in, because we, we pretty much covered that he was in England last week, right? So we don't really... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll talk about it, yeah. Uh, that was the big thing, is <laughs> it, he... What is he? Bre- break protocol and not walk next to where yeah. he walked in front of her? I guess that was, like, yeah. considered... Uh, A feu Oh, there you go, yeah. In French, yeah. You know, since Trump has such great manners already that he's known for <laughs> so I, I was surprised oh my gosh i've seen so many memes with the queen uh in in the carriage and it uh, uh pulled by horses and i said uh uh her majesty uh, oh maybe uh, uh trump did a stupid thing walking <laughs> in front of uh, the, the queen but the queen is used to look at horses' asses. <laughs> but yeah, um, where should we start? 
Uh, well, I mean, as far as that whole, as far as the meeting with the queen went, uh, there were massive protests and everything, like we said there was going to be, uh, mm-hmm. but overall, not, I, I was expecting it to be a little more eventful as far as news goes than it was. Seemed to go, yeah, there was not a lot of hiccups, it seemed like to me. No, no, but, uh, before, uh, before he went to to Helsinki there was a federal grand jury that sh- uh, charged 12 intelligence officers on Friday with hacking democratic computer networks in 2016 in the most detailed US accusation yet that Moscow middled in the presidential election to help Republican Donald Trump Right. And you, one thing you missed is twelve Russian intelligence officers. You just said in, you, yes. you skip Russian. Uh, and but when they say the most detailed <laughs> U.S. accusations yet, they mean there's absolutely zero evidence in the indictment. <laughs> yeah, no, there. Like, I, 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 I almost feel bad for what he said later, but we will, we will talk about it when we right. go to there. Uh, uh, the indictment with alleges a wide-ranging conspiracy involving sophisticated hacking and staged releases of documents raised the stakes uh, for your summit uh, next week between uh, President Trump and uh, Russian President Right, because this was an Biden. article so that came was... out before, right. Yeah, yes. Uh, very convenient timing for them to release this right before he was going to go mm. to Russia. It's very... Convenient timing, I thought. So then, after that happens, Trump goes to Helsinki to meet with Putin. So he goes to Finland, right? Yeah. Um, Last time I checked that was in Finland. Right. Trump met with uh, Vladimir Putin for more than two hours in a one-on-one setting Monday, which a lot of people were saying, uh, you know, calling foul for that, because he didn't have, like, other security advisors or anybody with him. It was just the two of them. After blaming the United States for the bad relationship between the two countries. So Trump was blaming the U.S. for the bad relationship between us and Russia. Yeah, one of the things that uh, I I was maybe most surprised uh, about was the jovial tone uh, between Putin and, and Trump. It, it seemed like they were getting buddy-buddy along. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, well, at least in front of the cameras, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. And that was a big thing, is uh, everybody was saying he wasn't hard enough on Putin, and he, Trump did say that when he went in there, he was going to ask Putin about... Um, ask Putin if they had interfe- interfered in the election. Putin, of course, denied it. Uh and then we move on to like later this week where <laughs> Trump said some uh, bullshit kind of Trump said uh, he had a prepared statement, right? Which said that he was going to um, what were the exact words that he, he didn't believe that there would be a reason that uh, the Russians hacked and then he came out and said this. So let's go to the video, Fro. Okay. In three, two, one, play. In a key sentence in my remarks, I said the word would instead of wouldn't. 
the sentence should have been, I don't see any reason why I wouldn't or why it wouldn't be Russia. So just to repeat it, I said the word would instead of wouldn't. Uh, yeah. <coughs> well, okay, let me let's let's think about this for a second. If he would have said Yeah. If the sentence would have said uh I don't ha- I I don't have any reason why it would be Russia or if the sentence would have been mm-hmm. I don't have any reason why it wouldn't be Russia. Mm-hmm. Do those two things mean something different? Let me let me think. Mm-hmm. Why would it be no. Russia? Why wouldn't it be Russia? One saying, why wouldn't it be Russia, as in, it, it totally yeah. could have been Russia. The other saying, why would it be, as in, uh, why Why yeah. would they do it? So, I, I, so that, yeah. Uh, so the question is here, Fro, did he make a mistake, or did he say it on purpose there, and then ha- is walking it back afterwards uh, because he's not standing there next to Putin? Because he, well... I think he, it's the latter. Uh, and the reason is, uh, he also started the sentence with Mr. Uh, no, uh, uh, Mr. Putin assured me that uh, Russia had no interference in the election. He start, uh, if you go back to what he said in Helsinki, right. he said also that if he followed that sentence with wouldn't, I think Putin would uh, react. So I think he actually meant that he didn't actually think that there was any interference. Okay, so then why would he come back to the U.S. and then go back on it, is the question. Because it was the biggest backlash of his fucking points. I guess, but Trump is totally... Every Republican, every Republican that supported Trump said it was the biggest mistake. Even Fox News came out and and criticized right, yeah. Trump. And you know, when Fox News criticized Donald Trump, there's... <laughs> I, I just, in the past, yeah. I don't see Trump ever, when he's been criticized about other things uh, that may even have been worse than this, he never goes yeah. back on anything. Think about it, Fro. He he never yeah. even apologizes yeah. for stuff that he should apologize for, and for some reason he's going back on this. It seems very strange to me. Like uh, he definitely there's something. Um, I think it has to do with his, uh, the the Republicans that are are going to be his voters. They like you said, Fox News. They see this as him not backing the intelligence agencies like the FBI and CIA and this and that. So he's not supporting, you know, uh, the governmental agencies. He's not supporting the government in a way. And that's, of course, very not a Republican thing to do. you got to always support the government even when they're bombing Iraq, you know, uh, and there's no reason to be doing it for years and years and years. If you don't, uh, you know, love it or leave it, that kind of thing, you know, Fro. So yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I think he came back and when they were saying, oh, oh, you, you don't like the intelligence agencies, you don't trust uh, our intelligence agencies. What's wrong with you? Then he went back on it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, I that, totally. He definitely went went back on it, and I, I, I kind, I kind of understand it. 
what I think personally, personally, I think that Trump doesn't believe in uh, in the Russian investigation. Like in in all honesty, I don't think he actually believes it. I think he'll say whatever people tell him to believe. That's what I think is happening here. Is like mm. he thought that what people wanted to hear was him say he uh, he didn't believe that there was any reason, and then he got back to America and people were saying that's not what we wanted you to say, but he thought that's what they right. wanted him to say, and so uh, yeah, and then this whole going back on it is just a horrible excuse because uh, he was reading off of like a prepared statement. It wasn't like he was uh, off the cuffing. You know what I mean? He wasn't like going off right. the cuff. So uh, it would it would be extremely interesting if we could get uh, a hold of what it said on that statement before it got ripped uh, to pieces. I'm sure it is now. Well, yeah, I uh, what who it knows? originally said. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't. I, yeah, that's a good, very good question. If I'm, I wouldn't be surprised somebody got a hold of it, but who knows? Uh, but overall, I mean, it, it's, uh, it is very, it's a big deal because, well, this whole thing has come back in a way where now Trump is saying he trusts the intelligence agency's, uh, uh, information as far as these 12, um, Russian spies we were talking about in the first, uh, article, and so Trump is now saying he he does believe in the Russian hacking. Is that what we're getting now from? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where as before he didn't. Yes. Yes, but I don't actually think he believes in it. Here, yeah, because he every time he says I trust our intelligence community's information, he also has to back it up with. But you know, it could have been anybody. There's always like a disclaimer yeah. after he says that. But in a way. Trump is is saying that he believes that these twelve Russian spies, uh, hacked in hacked in right. I think what we need to go back before we finish off with the Russian agent Maria. Yeah, Maria Butina. What we need to mention again Bettina. for like the millionth time yeah. is that we mentioned when this first came out is you got to go back to the original accusation, which was that Trump mm-hmm. was working with the Russians who were working with WikiLeaks. Uh, and in this scenario with these 12 Russian spies, uh, it, within the indictment, it doesn't ever talk anything about WikiLeaks. They're not even mentioned mm-hmm. a single time. Uh, it also doesn't talk about anything about collusion with Trump. Uh, so as far as does these, this uh, indictment of the 12 Russian spies prove the collusion between Trump and Russia and, and then Russia and WikiLeaks, the answer is no. It just shows that there were Russians trying to influence our election, which was what we said at the time. Uh, we said, yeah, there's a very good chance Russians were involved in meddling in our election. But the rest of this conspiracy of the of WikiLeaks being involved and then working with Trump is still there's still no evidence and it's still really far fetched. Would you agree with that, Fro? It is extremely far-fetched. Right, especially when you put in WikiLeaks. Like, if you left WikiLeaks yeah. out of the scenario and just told me, okay, Trump was working with these Russians and they had something on him, uh, 
then I would go, okay. But you can't leave WikiLeaks out because mm-hmm. they're the ones that release the information. So to con- and and WikiLeaks have no fucking interest in in getting Donald Trump to power. Right, and absolutely, people none. still conveniently forget what was in the WikiLeaks emails, which was that the DNC was cheating and that they were uh, screwing over Bernie Sanders and they were mishandling yeah. money and uh, Hillary Clinton was basically running the entire DNC uh, while she was the candidate. So. You got to remember that as well, that there was the reason that those emails even came out was that there was nefarious things going on within the Democratic Party. Uh, Do I believe that uh, what I believe is that Trump uh, was was laundering money within like the Ukraine or uh, using Russian banks, something like that. And they have dirt on him. And that's what we're seeing is that. Putin, or, uh, you know, the Russian government does have dirt on uh, Trump, For I think. Uh, but I think that these 12 Russians uh, meddling, or uh, hacking and meddling in uh, elections, it, I don't think they're even connected. So that's just what I think. I don't know. But at least you, you I, I'm so proud of you right now because, I mean, you, 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 you got the Russian spy. Isn't that an dream? I know, McCarthyism. Oh, I mean, what? (laughs) (laughs) This is how it starts, you know? Like, okay, let me... Oh, this is is such a sad news. Uh, And it's something we've mentioned in the past is how long until they start arresting, you know, journalists or or activists or something for being Russian spies? Well, Mm. 29-year-old gunright activist served as a covert russian agent while living in washington gathering intelligence on Mm. american officials and political organizations uh maria butina butina came uh the announcement of the arrest came just hours after president donald trump met with uh president vladimir putin again pretty convenient timing I'm going to say on Robert Mueller's part here, uh, right after the Robert Mueller charge 12 Russians intelligence officials with directing a sprawling hacking effort. Right. Uh, says Mueller didn't file the charges against Butina, but court papers show her activities revolved around American politics during the 2016 election campaign. She was also involved with the NRA. So she, uh, she, uh, you know, she was also a gun rights activist and working with the Republican Party and a Russian, so she's a Russian spy. In a statement, Bettina's uh, attorney, Robert Dressel, called the allegations overblown. No shit, Sherlock. Uh, and said the prosecution had criminalized mundane network opportunities. I am sure that is the fucking case. He, I, I saw another thing Already. from the lawyer who, who he, he called it a witch hunt. Uh, so, yeah. Of course it is. Uh, a lot of people are going to disagree with us on that. And they're going to be like, the Russians nope. are coming. The Russians are coming. Sky is falling. The sky is falling. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just so, I'm, I'm, I'm so irritated on everybody like pointing to this 
big collusion that looks like absolutely nothing. I will reiterate this very, very, very clear. I don't believe in this kind of shit. I've seen no proof. I've seen a lot of, ooh, maybe it was like this. Like, have you heard the expression, uh, uh, one one feather gets to ten chickens or whatever it is? No, I don't think so. Uh, <coughs> it's like uh, a rumor spreads, like uh, uh, that it's uh, you 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 got one feather, and when it gets around, like uh, everybody talks about it, suddenly you have ten chickens. Oh right, okay, yeah. The yeah. telephone game is what we call it here, but uh, hearsay, yeah. whatever this that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what it. And there's, there's so like, I like this, this all this Russian thing. It seems like it's so based on, on, on hearsay. Everything is like, oh, this person has maybe had a Russian over and they ate breakfast one time. It's like. <laughs> It's so yeah, it really is what it like. There was a whole thing that that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with Donald Trump's son or whatever. Oh, I mean, they had dinner yeah. together, so they're yeah colluding with Russia. I, I mean, I don't want to say that they're not. They weren't doing some kind of business deals because I do believe that. I believe that Donald oh, Trump yeah. was doing business, there's, dirty there's business and between... laundering money. But yes. you know what? If you look into the Panama Papers. John Podesta was laundering money through Panama from Russian banks. That's right in the Panama Papers. So I believe they were all doing it, and they all knew about this money laundering. And I think the Democrats knew about it because they were doing it too. Does that make sense? But the, yeah, but there's a difference between money laundering and what we got now. Like I, I hate this guy Donald Trump. We are not Donald Trump supporters. Yeah, see, again, like, it yeah. feels like I have to say this every fucking day. And we're not trying to defend him we either. Are... We're just saying, stop being ridiculous. <laughs> well, at least in Norway, you can get big fish. How big fish, you ask? A three meter shark on Sunday. Yeah. Saturday, sorry. 200 kilos is what it's saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they. Uh, they pulled it up from 700 meters uh, with normal fishing equipment, is what it says. Uh, it's an unexpected mm-hmm. catch, I guess, because the um, Greenland shark... So, I, I was kind of thinking, oh, there's not that many sharks, like, you know, up in Norway. But I guess if it's a Greenland shark, that actually makes sense. It says... Uh, yeah. One of the world's largest... Uh... Shark species, it says they usually stay really low, low down in the ocean, but they got really lucky and happened to hook this one when it was uh, up, uh, higher up. I guess uh, it says Greenland sharks usually stay deep in in deep waters, but those that come close enough uh, to be caught usually are the smaller ones that are around 20 to 30 kilos. And this one's a 200 kilo. Uh, it says mm-hmm. here... Uh, The animal's physiology means it is able to cope with the changes in water pressure, uh, meaning it was safe for the Norwegian fishermen to release it following the catch, as is normal practice when sharks of this kind are caught. So they caught it and, yeah. and released it because... Yes. Uh, but uh, we, uh, there's a really, really nice picture <laughs> of this shark. It's big. I mean, it's half as 
half the like it's right next to their boat, and it's like half the size of the boat yeah. for sure. It's huge. At least, uh, big sharks. That's why we have Shark Tank in Norway. Get it? Shark Tank. Is that in Norway though? I think yeah. that's in the UK. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever. Yeah. And also Canada. Right. We don't have Shark Tank here. We have what is it? Uh, uh, what's the American? No, it is Shark Tank. The American version. No, that is Shark. Dragon's Den is in in Canada and and the UK. Oh, and then America Shark is Tank Shark is Tank. In, in Shark okay. Tank. Yeah. Right. I I miss. I misspoke. I don't watch any of those shows because, yeah, I think they're terrible. But that's just me. And I love those kinds of shows. I just have a problem with them, like, putting these guys that are, like, the money men up on these pedestals as, like, making them look like royalty of some type. That part makes me a little uneasy. Yeah. Hey, uh, Democrats uh criticized facebook for not uh, taking down infowars and other conspiracy sites um what happened to the freedom of press uh, right uh, freedom of speech and everything else right yeah yeah uh, i don't know but i guess now we're trying to just get rid of everything off of i mean facebook has basically been under attack by the government or you know g- uh, democrats and government agencies for what a few months now Ever since the whole uh, Cambridge Analytic thing, yeah. which a Twitter spat broke out between representatives of Facebook, Infowars founder Alex Jones, or as, as I call him, Dad, uh, and reporters. He's not my dad, it was a joke. Uh, and reporters from CNN and oh, one of the most reliable news sources in the world they're so so good i pretty yeah. the funny part is where you can watch cnn and they will bring on buzzfeed writers <laughs> and act like they're like really yeah and act like they're you know professional political reporters that we should be listening to and you're like it's a guy from buzzfeed really yes that's BuzzFeed? yeah don't that's why i don't watch cnn anymore is they they'll put on people like that really? and act like they're a legitimate uh reporter that knows what they're talking about yeah yeah. In a meeting at Facebook's New York office, CNN reporter Oliver Darcy attended the meeting along with other reporters and Facebook's chief of newsfeed, John Hageman, and product manager, Sarah Fu. Darcy pressed uh, the company on why it despised uh, its push to uh, push fake news sources off its site. It still played home to Infowars, a site notorious for creating and spreading hoaxes and unsuitable conspiracies. What, what is a suitable conspiracy for fuck's sake? I, 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 um, yeah. Uh, what came out today, I guess, I don't. I did, I just saw this when we were about to get onto the show, but did, mm. did you see this about uh, Mark Zuckerberg says that they will, they won't take down uh, Holocaust denial pages because of freedom of speech. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Right. I agree with this as well. I mean, I don't think they should be taken. Yeah. I don't... I think Infowars is bullshit. It can be funny to watch sometimes yeah. because they're so wrong and so nuts. But, uh... I don't think... I don't no, think they're should... like... I don't think we should be censoring them. No. 
Like I, I always, always said, it should be allowed to be fucking wrong. The thing about it is, if you actually, let, let's say they did, okay, we're, Facebook went, all right, we're just taking InfoWars, and then uh, YouTube went, yeah, we're taking InfoWars totally off of our platform. You, you're not, it's not going to be available on our platform anymore. You know what that's going to do to people who follow those kind of things, who are already conspiracy theorists? Mm. It's just going to mm. give them more uh, ammo and more, Ooh. like, oh my mm. gosh, they're censoring mm. us, like... It's going to get him more viewers. Like, they don't seem to realize that what they're doing is driving people to Alex Jones, not away from Alex Jones, mm. by doing these things. Mm. They're making him the martyr, yeah, you know what I mean? It's so incredibly stupid. But in a very similar incredibly story. Incredibly stupid. Yes, yes, uh, I, I, I never heard of this app. I think it probably was pretty uh, new because uh, it probably came around around the time that we were covering this in the show. Okay. Right. Yeah, because Apple yanks QAnon uh, theme and app from App Store after uh, reports notice uh, still on, on Play Store. Still on, micro on the Microsoft Play Store, right. So Apple yeah. kicked, dropped this app, but uh, the, at least for now, the Google Play Store still has it. I wouldn't be surprised if very soon it's going to go away, but Apple reportedly uh, pulls an app called QDrop, uh, which sends alerts about, it says, absolutely inane QAnon conspiracy theory from its app store after NBC, an NBC News inquiry into why it and Google Play Store were profiting off of it, uh, because right. they're a business and they're trying to make money. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Uh, that's why. Uh, QAnon is an incredibly elaborate online conspiracy that more or less boils down to a series of posts from on a message board on 4chan, uh, and it's bastard offspring 8chan. Uh, this is from Gizmodo, so they're, they're, they're like to, uh, they're not trying to be, you know, very, um, uh, unbiased about this whole thing. But, uh, right. yeah, it says this uh, is much like its predecessor, Pizzagate, uh, which was extremist horseshit, but hasn't stopped it from acquiring huge online following, uh, including celebrities like Roseanne. So what do you think about yeah, this, bro? Yeah, and we covered, covered it. No, it's, 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 uh, it's interesting. Again, freedom of speech. You're allowed to be an obnoxious, wrong, and... An asshole about it. I think right. this is a little different than Facebook in the sense that this is an app in the Apple service that, uh, yeah. that they're, you know, so I, Apple, I believe, has the right as a business to not have it on their platform, where face, Facebook, sure, sure. I think, is more of like an open, at this point, it is, I would consider it a utility, you know what I mean? It's not really... Mm. Uh, it's not the same, uh, especially since Facebook is free to join and everything, where getting your app on here and then getting it to be... It says it's a 99-cent app. So uh, to mm. get it monetized and everything, that's a little different than just having a free Facebook page, in my opinion. Um, but at the same time... Yeah, no, the, I, I, I agree, but but it, it, it feels like why why... Why should that? It's like I don't like censorship in any way. So right, I, yeah, I understand that as well. Uh, but 
it's just like uh, no shirt, no shoes, no service, in my opinion, when it comes to right. those Apple things. Right. Because so, they can take their app and put it somewhere else if they really want to. I know that we haven't had it in the news. I, I see that. But what did you think about Elon Musk this week? <laughs> oh, right. He got in a fight with the diver on Twitter from the Thai, the Thai uh, cave diver. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, I, I, and called him a pedophile. Yeah, I, or I guess he called him a pedo, which I guess is bas- it's the same yeah. thing. But I don't know why he did that. He I, he came out and apologized. Um, Do you know why he, he apologized? Because guess what? Right after he said that, the the stocks of uh, of uh, Tesla went down as a submarine. Oh my gosh! Really? It went, okay. Yeah, yeah. It 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 like it sank. It sank like <laughs> right after he said that. That is that uh, is crazy. I, yeah, well, I mean, I, be, I yeah. believe it, uh, but yeah. it's uh, why would he say that about like about just some mm. random guy he doesn't even know? Jealousy, jealousy. Yeah, I guess so. It's and not, and he, because uh, because the thing is like uh, in, <coughs> in really short term. So uh, he he Elon Musk said he would send a submarine down there, a mini submarine, and this diver said, uh, "Well, he can put this up his arse." This um, oh right, I did uh, see that. And that was British. before. Yeah. So the the diver was yes. being kind of mean to begin with. Right, uh, but in British it doesn't mean anything sexual. It just means that he could, like. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, we say stick it where the sun don't it. shine, which that yeah, it doesn't it, mean it, anything it, sexual, it. but it does mean like screw you, buddy, is what it means here. Yes, and and Elon Musk t- took it personally and said that he was a pedophile for helping this guy. Yeah, it sounds like the, the ins- it was they were insulting each other, and he took it a little too far, too quickly. A little too far. Right. I don't know. The guy, I mean, but, uh, when it comes down to it, Elon Musk was trying to help, and then this guy told him to shove it up his ass. So, that, I mean, right. <laughs> that isn't very nice to, to begin with. No, no. But uh, why, why don't you tell me about your home state? Right. Uh, Bend, Oregon, I guess, is the home to the very last blockbuster video store in the United States of America. Uh, at its peak, Blockbuster Video had about 9,000 stores around America. I don't know if you ever had Blockbuster there, but I'm sure you had video stores, right, Fro? Yeah, we had video stores. Right. But you don't have them anymore, right? Nope. Uh, starting next week, there will be only one left in America. The two remaining stores uh, were based in Alaska, and they will close on Sunday, which leaves only one Blockbuster Video in Bend, Oregon. Uh, here's a little interview with somebody. Uh, John Noritani talked with the store's general manager. She said, nostalgia for video rental chain continues to draw out-of-town visitors to the store. Uh, we still get a lot of people coming in almost daily saying, oh my gosh, there's a blockbuster. How are you still in here? (laughs) And then Mm. taking pictures in front of the store. So they're, they're like legitimately taking selfies because they're like, we're in front of a video store. This is nuts. Woohoo. I guess it would be true. If I saw like a, a phone booth, fro, I'd probably take a f- selfie in front of it. 
Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, what do you think yeah, about no, this, this is, bro? I mean, this is, uh, I mean, in my childhood, it was going to Blockbuster or the local video store or whatever, and that's not a thing anymore, but they still have this one, I guess. Yeah, it's nostalgia. I like nostalgia. <sighs> yeah, but I, I like how this. long will it be around? Probably not long. I wouldn't be surprised if this uh, store is gone by the end of the year, to be honest, but... Uh, no. Uh, sorry, look, is it okay that I feed my Tamagotchi? <laughs> yeah, go ahead, yeah, if you need to. Yeah. You don't want it to get <laughs> sick, because yeah. it's rough when your Tamagotchi gets sick. Oh, I can't wait to play Pogs later. On your phone, though. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, you have something called the elections in America. Um, have you heard the rumors? Hey! Uh, Donald Trump said he would uh, uh, be re-elected this time. What a surprise news. Wow, okay. I'm, I'm not surprised, yeah. but I didn't hear that either, so. <laughs> and Trump is going to tell the truth about the elections. This is Trump and Trump tells the truth. I'm going to say nothing about Russia and Trump this week, because... There's so many people speaking about it again and again and again. Every channel I watch is that Russia bullshit. But it's not fun anymore. So I'm going to talk about, about meddling in the elections. You Secret Service have found out that Russia have been meddling in your elections. And I know why they found it out. Because it's something they have long tradition for doing is meddling in the elections. You have been doing that United States for years. South America... Yes, didn't the elections go right? You can always put in contrast or in a right-wing group to throw the government. In Chile, your election election didn't go the way it did. So in 1973, you started up a revolution, or like you call it, a military coup, who killed thousands of people from Chile, and a lot of them come to refugees to Norway. So meddling in other elections is something you have a long tradition to do. The problem is, when you shit on a lot of people all the time, they're gonna shit at you in one way or another. We know, so, when you feel, if you think this is shit, if you think this is bad, think about what you are doing all over the world. You're interfering everywhere. Every fucking single continent, and even in Europe, you're just slapping off on the face every time you just say something who's critical against you. Norway didn't get in to meet anybody in the White House for years because he had very mild criticism of George W. Bush. Yes, that's how picky you fucking are. The problem with... Oh, God, I, I must talk about Trump anyway. It's like the, the standard for what is good now is so fucking low. Now, he did... At least he didn't do... Yes, that has been a new term you have to say. At least they didn't do, at least they didn't say. Is that the fucking standard? I'm going to wake up every morning? If I wonder something good news, but I always want to see that it's going to be shitty news. So the best news I can get is, at least he didn't say it, at least he didn't do. Well, you have an election coming up, and I hope it goes well this time, and I hope you do something I've been saying a lot of this on this my segment, then go out and vote. Because if you don't vote this time, 
Russia don't need a medal in your election because you're fucking screwed. This was Trump, but Trump tells the truth. That was uh, Trump telling the truth about the election. And you and me, we had a little bet uh, last week that I almost forgot. Oh, yeah, we did make that bet, didn't we? I, I completely yes. forgot. Yes. Uh, uh, we uh, uh, bet on who was going to win the world final of Croatia and France. And you bet France and I bet uh, Croatia. Who won? Uh, France did. Yeah. Yes. And I believe there were riots in, in France afterwards. But that's not unusual. Mm-hmm. When your sports team wins, you riot. That happens in America as well. Yeah. But yeah. So now you can say, say that you're better uh, in football than me. I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> I have watched absolutely not in, in wrestling, and I don't have the book of Margaret here, so we will skip this uh, for this week. But I have watched some TV. But what have you watched on TV? Uh, let's see. Uh, the Joel McHale show, which Joel McHale came back, or the, mm-hmm. not the soup as we call it. Did you see that, Fro? Yep. Uh, you saw all episodes? Mm-hmm. I thought it was still very good. It's a little different because uh, they're doing not—they're not doing as current of a uh, TV shows or events or whatever. Some of it's yeah. like a couple weeks old, just because they—I don't know why they had to make it like binge bingeable. But mm, I still really enjoyed the six episodes overall. I liked it as well. Um, I thought I—I I think the concept of. Making it bingeable was kind of interesting in that kind of concept. Uh, so I liked it. I, I, I actually really liked it. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was good. I, and then the end where they're like, we have all this extra money. <laughs> that part was very funny. <laughs> uh, I watched the most controversial show this week. Uh, this is America. Uh, with uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, who who is uh, America? Who is America? Sorry, right, right. I saw it as well. Uh, I thought it was fucking funny. Ah, uh, yes, I thought it. W- I I have not this year laughed out loud through an entire TV show until this episode <laughs> of television, and I seriously laughed out loud the whole time. I lulled, as they say on the internet. It was amazing. It was so taken on 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 the edge of naughtiness as it possibly could. And I think my favorite segment was the Christian uh, Republican family with right the very <laughs> yes. opening part where they're in the house. Yes. Yeah, that that was yes. very good. Mm-hmm. I like the Bernie Sanders bit. I thought the Bernie Sanders bit was good, especially since Bernie yeah. basically was like, I'm just going to say the things I always say, <laughs> right? And, like, yeah. he didn't really get entrapped uh, like some of politicians I've seen in the past. Like, the thing is, Fro, I don't know about I'm, I don't know about you, but there are people who just know Sasha Baron Cohen from the movies. You know what I mean? Right. Where I followed right. the original 
uh, Ali G TV show. Like, I watched the yeah. Ali G movie when it came out, and I was disappointed mm-hmm. just like everybody else at the time. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> what an yes, awful, yes. awful, horrible, horrible film. A gruesome t- uh, movie. The what? Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, that was terrible. But this felt like the original Ali G show very much like it to me. Uh, and it, it, enough that it brought back, the, brought back some nostalgia from the original show, um, even mm-hmm. though it was different characters he was playing, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. and I understand kind of why he left doing that whole thing for a long, a long period of time, because it's something you, you, once you're, it's in the mind of people that it's a possibility, then the joke doesn't work, but he waited and waited mm-hmm. and waited and did it. And then... It wasn't fresh in people's minds, so he was able to do that same gimmick that uh, the Ali G show was again, even after being so famous, which I think is pretty... It's hard to do. It's hard to do, and it's hard to do with so much finesse, and I I can't wait for the next episode. Oh, yeah. I, I, I am going to be extremely extremely surprised if this is not extremely extremely high on my list of i was gonna say the same thing tv shows of this year i as of right now (laughs) in july of 2018 uh unless something else comes like four other things come out that are just amazing uh this is right now on in my top five for sure of best tv shows of the year for sure. Oh, it's definitely... A... The thing is, Fro, here in America, the uh, I've seen a lot of negative reactions to this show. Of course you have, because it's making fun of everybody. It's not even... It's, it's not even like... It's not trying to be making fun of Democrats only, right. or Republicans only, that, yeah. or gun on owners only. And that's the thing is I've I've seen negative press about this on uh, right wing uh, news and left wing news. They both hate it, which yeah. I that makes me love yeah. it even more. So yeah, yeah. I would rate this first episode a nine out of ten. I agree, uh, and yeah. only a nine out of ten because giving it space to get even better. That's the only. Yeah. Otherwise, it would be ten. Out yeah. Of 10. Right. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the only no, other thing I saw... Oh, do you have anything else? Mm-hmm. No, no, go on. The only other thing I saw was the series finale of Carter, uh, the TV oh, show. Yeah. So that show is over. Uh, and actually, I mean, it's one of those shows where each episode is a different kind of mystery. But there mm. is an overarching mystery uh, that goes throughout the whole show. And so at the end of this episode, you do get a big reveal so just mm. to let you know that, like, it has individual mysteries per episode, but then there's an overarching larger mystery. So I like that about the show, and it is kind of funny. It's not great overall. I'd give the show a six, so not super high, but not average yeah. either. I can't wait to binge it. Uh, anything else you saw it's... this week? Yes, uh, and this is maybe my biggest surprise because I. I'm not a huge fan of the the, the movies. Uh, it's uh, from dust to dawn, the TV show. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. Have you heard of it? Yeah. Have you ever watched this TV show? Uh, no, I mean, I've seen the movie, but I've actually heard good things about the TV show. Yeah, the TV show is pretty good. I didn't really like the first uh, From Dust to Dawn movies. And, uh, well, you got to understand no, going into those that they are supposed to be comedy. A lot of people go into those like, thinking that it's supposed to be serious, and it's not. You know what I mean? So No, I went, uh, well, I went to, into it pretty late. So I heard it was going to be funny. But for me, it wasn't that funny, to be honest. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I, I am not a huge fan. I know of uh, Rodriguez movies I, I like better. Oh, for but sure. Yeah, yeah no, 100%. Uh, uh, the TV show was uh, is fucking great. I'm in the first season. and There's three seasons out so far. So, yeah, I can't wait to continue it. Uh, it is horror and uh, there's a thriller and things like that. Yeah. Right. So it's going to be interesting to follow. <coughs> then that's actually the last thing I've seen this week. Uh, uh, there's one a movie. Uh, there's one thing. Uh, tonight actually is the season two, episode one of Sn- Sn- uh, Snowfall. Yeah. Which was my number one show of last year. And so uh, tonight's going to be... Uh, season two, so excited for that because I I thought that yeah. show was amazing. It is amazing. I'm really excited to see where I they have... go with the FBI character and everything. So, I had Snowfall as my number two last uh, last year. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I got uh, one other thing. I guess I did watch last night. Just uh, you know, uh, last minute, I watched like three episodes of the hundred. So I was caught. Oh. I've gotten totally caught up on it. I just kind of got, got behind a little bit on it, but uh, okay. still really good. Uh, it's gotten at least. I think there's one more episode. So uh, in this penult- penultimate episode that we're that I just saw last night, uh, it's getting really crazy, especially with the little girl who we only met like at the very beginning. Um, she's become a very very. Uh, important character in this season i don't know how are you up to date mm. on that uh almost uh i haven't seen the last one because i am right because it was yesterday course. right yeah yes um but yeah i look forward to that fro because the next this episode uh some big stuff happens I, it's some stuff that it's like you knew it was going to happen but it ends up happening in this episode i guess is a good way to say it um cool and then let's see the only other thing is uh, uh, you haven't been watching Big Brother, probably, because you've been busy. No. But there's been some controversy over the house split. Uh, if, okay. If you've noticed... I know you know kind of who's on one side of the house and who's on the other yeah, side yeah. of the house. Mm-hmm. If you look at it, it's kind of all the outcasts and uh, and then the other side's all kind of the jocks, which is not unusual for Big Brother, but that's become kind of controversial in this day and age that... Uh, they're saying that these white jock people are oppressing the other group of people. Mm. Kind of interesting. an interesting thing from Big Brother. So I see a little scarabou in the fandango, fairy hole, pharaoh. Do you do the fandango? Do you feel a little tortured? Look, a little. It, it, you're not as yeah. good as the the cover band that I, uh, of Queen I saw last weekend, but yeah. 
<laughs> because we are going to talk about music used in psychological operations. Right. So tell me a little about this. Uh, well, like you said, uh, it's music. Uh, psychological operations, I guess, is a good place to start. Or psychological warfare uh, mm -hmm. has been known. Uh, by many terms, psyops, political warfare, hearts, minds, propaganda, the term is used to denote any action which is practiced mainly by psychological methods with the aim of invoking a planned psychological reaction in other people. Mm -hmm. uh, so you, music used in that, uh, uh, sometimes you, uh, known as the term music torture, uh, is, yeah, like I did two seconds ago. That was music torture. Right, there you yes. go. Uh, critics of the practice of playing... Uh, or Music torture is used by critics of the practice of playing loud music incensely uh, to prisoners or people being besieged. Uh, the United Nations and the EU Human Rights Council have banned the use of loud music in interrogations... Uh, the term torture is sometimes used to describe the practice. While it is acknowledged by U.S. interrogation experts that it causes discomfort, uh, it has been characterized by them as causing no long-term effects. Well, I am not sure of that. If I had to be trapped in a house where they played the same bad song over and over and over and over and over again. I'm pretty sure I would see long-term effects. Right, that so, it would mess with your mind? Right. Yeah. Music and sound has uh, been usually used as part of a, a combination of irrigation methods, today recognized by international bodies as Amounting to torture, attacking all senses, leaving any visible traces, uh, they have formed the basis of widely discussed torture in Guantanamo and Abu Ghraib. Uh, they were, however, devised much earlier in the 90s, 50s, and early 1960s as a way to contribute so-called Soviet brainwashing. Should we go a little through through what it is? And what they include? Oh well, as far uh, as far as the Soviet brainwashing, right? So mm -hmm. they're saying, at least what the, this just said, uh, the the U.S. and its allies were using this to counter Soviet brainwashing techniques. The Soviet mm -hmm. brainwashing techniques included sensory deprivation, stress positions, sleep deprivation, uh, food and drink deprivation. And continuous music or sound. Yes. So the uh, Soviets were doing it to people, and so we figured that out and tried to counteract that by doing the, mm. it to people who had it had already been done to. I guess. I guess so. Right. That's a good, a good way of saying it. But, but then yeah, eventually uh, it turned into us doing exactly what the Soviets were doing with it. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we talked about it now. Uh, I, I think we will we'll skip a little uh, to Guantanamo Bay uh, and how it was used in. Oh, Iraq no, let's go back because we want to cover the stuff yeah. that happened. Let's do it in like 
uh, order of Chron- when, it, when it happened, chronological, yeah. Okay, sure. Then we should talk about Noriega. Right. Noriega. Noriega. Uh, let's see, where's the best place to start with Noriega? I guess I'll go to this article I sent you from the BBC. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Noriega was facing U.S. indictment on drug trafficking as well as claims he had rigged the 1989 election. The embassy was surrounding, uh, surrounded by U.S. troops, but he refused to give himself up. The U.S. Army decided to use psychological warfare by blasting a wall of sound nonstop outside. A fleet of Humvees mounted with loudspeakers rolled in uh, and rock music uh, played out of the speakers, obviously. The troops' playlist uh, came care of a southern command network, the U.S. military radio in Central America. Uh, it fe- featured hits picked from hits picked for their irony value, including "I Fought the Law" by The Clash, uh, <laughs> "Panama" by the State by Van Halen, "You uh, Two Is All I Want Is You," uh, and Bruce Cockburn's "If I Had a Rocket Launcher." I've never heard that ever. No, uh, as well as Guns and Roses and The Doors. So they were using, they were specifically picking songs that had uh, lyrics in them that would, uh, that were ironic specifically for the situation, the fact that they were uh, there in Panama dealing with Noriega, specifically, I guess, Panama by Van Halen. They, they picked that song specifically because of the lyrics to mess with the people inside. I love that I Love You from the Barney Show is there. On, on the music that has been used as a weapon. Oh, right. We'll get to when that was. That wasn't done. In, cause, oh, that's later? Oh, okay. Right, because uh, Barney didn't exist when the Noriega thing happened. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, because this is in ni- 1989. Right. Oh, yeah, I see what I did there. Sorry about that. No, but uh, it does say it in the article, but... Uh, I'll tell you when it when that actually happens. Uh, but I guess the next big one that we can talk about uh, is Waco, which we... This is kind of... Waco is how we ended up doing this as a topic, Fro, because if you remember, yes. we, were ta- we did a whole thing on Waco because the way we ended up talking about it is I didn't have a choice. I didn't really pick anything when I won the pay-per-view because I didn't think I'd won. Remember that? And so we did mm-hmm. the... I went down the list of people who thought they were Jesus, and we ended up doing Waco because of that, because of Branch Davidians, and then we found this whole thing, and it became a whole different topic, which I think was interesting. Uh, But at Waco, they also, the FBI used a wall of sound to uh, play rock music for days on end to try to get uh, Koresh and the Branch Davidians out. Uh... Let's see, uh, some of the tunes, some of the more persuasive tunes for the future, future Messiah wannabes, uh, included, you may be right, uh, I may be crazy by Billy Joel, uh, praise the Lord <laughs> and pass the ammunition, uh, by Frank mm-hmm. Loiser, I've never heard of him, uh, do you really want to hurt me by Culture Club, uh, do you really want to hurt me? I don't see that one as being super annoying, but I guess if you're playing it really, really loud and over and over and over again, then yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Uh, 
anything else you have from Waco, I guess? No. I mean, what ended up happening in that situation is they didn't end up leaving. So right, right. it didn't actually even work. Where in uh, Noriega case, he actually gave up because he was sick of the music. We didn't mention that during the Noriega part. It actually worked in that situation. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I I also think it was funny they used Sinatra's this boot to make for walking. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I see that. Uh, yeah. Uh, the U.S. also deployed uh, in 2010 uh, uh, Metallica and Tin Lisse on the front line of in Afghanistan. Marines uh, reportedly blared heavy metal in, into the village or in Maraesh for several hours, along with uh, threats to the Taliban. One officer put it since uh, no, sorry. Succinctly? Succinctly, yeah. Yeah. There are no obscenities, but we tell them they're gonna die. <laughs> Metallica's Enter the Sandman became uh, become a particular favorite at the height of the War on Terror, when the U.S. interrogators uh, admitted using music to break the re resistance of captives in Iraq. The goal was to deprive them of sleep and offend their cultural sensibilities. Right, so the, like, again, like I said, uh, they pick songs specifically uh, that are going to mess with them on like a spiritual level and things like that. Like, uh, uh, supposed to invoke things that are against their religion and things like that. Like, uh, it's not just the loudness and the repetitiveness of it, they also are using this as really to mess with their minds uh, as far as uh, what they believe and uh, how, how they... Uh, things that offend them. So uh, that's where the psychological part of it, I think, really comes in. Let's go to the UNESCO-operated prisoners that were exposed to children's TV music from Sesame Street and the purple singing Barney Sergeant Mark Hetzer of the Psychological Operational Operations Company, PsychOps, told Newsweek magazine, these people haven't heard heavy metal. They can't take it. If you play it for 24 hours, your brain and body function starts to slide. Your train of uh, thought slows down and your will is broken. That's when we uh, come and talk to them. In training, they forced me to listen to Barney I Love You song for 45 minutes. I never want to go through that again. A U.S. operative That's the most funny part of it. Right. I don't even know where you're reading that from, but I, I've moved over to the 11 popular songs used by the CIA uh, to torture prisoners. Yay! Okay. Uh, it's actually, that, that guy's in, they, they have the exact same quote in the same thing, but, uh, music torture has been a common practice for the CIA ever since it began its enhanced interrogation programs in the early 2000s, after 9-11. Um, the process is designated, uh, designed to create fear, uh, and disorient 
and prolong the capture shock the capture shock in prisoners. Uh, let's see. Number one, they have of the eleven, Re- uh, Real Slim Shady by Eminem. That could be mm-hmm. annoying and if it got repeated over and over and over and over again. Staying alive by the Bee Gees. Uh, Take your best <laughs> shot by Dope. Babylon by David Gray. Uh, Dirty by Christina Aguilera. The theme song for music from Sesame Street. Uh, Saturday Night Fever by the Bee Gees. Wow, that one would get really annoying. Oh, oh. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Marilyn Manson's Beautiful People. I guess that's a pretty... Oh. Uh, uh, Fuck Your God by Decide. That is a pretty clear yeah. one that would piss them off. And then I guess the last one, which I actually linked, that we could go ahead and listen to. I don't know if you ever had this brand of cat food when you were a kid uh, in Norway, Fro. But I saw these commercials all the time when I was a kid, and they were known for being super annoying commercials. Uh, And this is a song they use to torture people from. So go into that link that I linked up there if you can. I see that. Okay. Go ahead and give me a countdown whenever you're ready. Yes. In three, two, one, play. Get out of the way! Come on! Obviously, 1980s commercial. It could be The Office. Yeah, let it rain. So that's the whole song, the thing you're hearing right there in the background. It's just a cat going meow, 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 meow. So imagine that on really, really loud for 12 hours, just playing repeatedly. Kill me now. <laughs> oh my god. That is awful. Yeah, I, I mean, I've, you just hear that commercial and just that little clip, and I already feel bad for anybody that had to go through that. Even though they're terrorists or whatever, I still feel bad for them having to listen to the Meow Mix song for, ever, for like 12 hours or whatever, you know what I mean? But yeah, go turn Bay. Jesus Christ. What's what was the point of doing it? Like I they said, it was the for point. interrogation. So they, uh, yeah. what you said earlier, that it would break them down, and then after they were broken by the music, they'd take them and uh, interrogate them, and they would give up information. That was the whole idea. <laughs> High profile collaboration of artists, including members of Pearl Jam, REM, and the Roots. Had demand the release of the song titles used since 2002. Why is that? Uh, sometimes uh, uh, has demanded the release of songs titles since 2002. Sometimes uh, used for hours or days to coerce cooperation or as method of punishment. Uh, the Freedom of Information request was filed by the National Security Archive. Uh, Seeking deep classification of records related to music interrogation practices. Uh, a protest of the use of music in connection with torture was also filed by these bands. Um, and this Isn't ref- to get money? Uh, th- okay, this is referring... Uh, the information request that they're referring to is the Gitmo playlist, which is the list of songs that was used at Guantanamo Bay to torture people. So uh, these bands want to know if their songs were used, uh, 
number one, we don't want our songs to be used. And number two, if you are using them, there's a possibility that there may be some royalty fees that you owe us for using our songs. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they may be illegally using these songs. Uh, and not only that, these artists are going, we don't want our songs used as torture. That's not what we made our music for in the first place. You know what I mean? That, as artists, yeah. we didn't make our music to, to hurt people. We made it for people to have a good time. That's what I would think if I was a musician and this, I, I was in this scenario. You know what I mean? Oh. It says here, uh, international copyright law is... Uh, morass, a mighty difficult thing to navigate. Uh, we imagine it as a vast military base crisscrossed with checkpoints and barbed wire, uh, just like the American prison at, Gu at Guantanamo Bay. Uh, Guantanamo Bay is metaphorically uh, involved in international copyright law uh, decisions. If U.S. interrogators have been using you. Um, using pop songs as torture, then they may owe the songwriters performance royalties. Yep. Wow. So, uh, the people who are kind of fighting against the use of, uh, of music as torture are the musicians themselves. I think that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, how did North Canadian lawyers specialize in intellectual property was the first to raise the question. And responding to continuous report that loud music used by American uh, in interrogation of uh, terrorist subject. The same songs are repeatedly played to detain volume. Yeah. Babylon, the mild mannered folk hit by uh, David Gray, is alleged one of the most popular torture songs in Guantanamo. Speaking to the BBC last week, Gray. Uh, was incredulous. That is torture, he said. <laughs> it doesn't matter what uh, the music is. It could be Schofisk Finest or it could be Barney the Dinosaur. Hey, he talks about Barney the Dinosaur. All right. It, it really doesn't matter. It's going to drive you completely nuts. Right. And, but I would add to that, the, it's even worse when you're of a specific religious face, faith and then they pick the song Babylon because it refers mm. to uh, a biblical thing. You see what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, I understand yeah. what he's saying. Like, it doesn't really matter what song it is, but in a way it does. Uh, oh, depending definitely. on the person you're trying to torture. So, so what are your thoughts about this? Uh, should, should it be used more? Should it be used less? How crazy is it? I don't agree with torture to begin with. Uh, I don't think it's an effective way to actually get real information, uh, extract real information out of somebody because they can just tell you whatever you want to hear so you'll stop torturing them. Uh, so in that sense, no, I don't think it's a good thing. And I also think that these artists have a very good point that if they're going to be using this, their songs for these things, number one, they should get permission. And number two, if they say no, they shouldn't use it. And number three, if they say yes, they should be getting uh, paid for it. So, mm. but I I can't see any uh, music musical artist going. Yeah, go ahead and use my song as torture. That won't come back on me as a problem with PR at all ever. And now we're going to play our greatest hits on the air. Boo! 
right. It's torture. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, my final thoughts is this. Music, I love music. Uh, it shouldn't be used as as uh, torture. It's it's awful. It's awful to use music in as torture. We didn't even mention. Uh, I didn't even write on here, but I just remembered. Uh, remember, we covered the whole thing about on the border of South and North Korea, where they were blasting the music yes. there as well uh, yes. into North yeah. Korea to fuck with the North Koreans and to try to get them to defect. So yeah. Mm. They were blasting uh, K-pop and stuff like that. <laughs> so it's just a different thing. They blast K-pop there instead of hard rock. It's just the same same thing, though. <sighs> anyway, have you seen a movie this week? I saw a couple movies. Um, cool. Which one should I start with? They're pretty much both on the same level, so I'm having a hard time. I, uh, it's not like I can go, oh, I'm going to do the bad one first, because like, they're almost the same badness. But I saw one called Legacy of a White-Tailed Deer Hunter, which was a okay. Netflix. These are both Netflix movies. Uh, it had Josh Brolin in it. Um, and who's the guy that plays Kenny Powers? And had Kenny Powers in it, whatever that guy's name is. Mm-hmm. It's a we- I don't know what this movie is. I don't. I finished it and went. Why did some? Why would somebody write this? And then after they wrote it, why would somebody make it? <laughs> mm. <clears throat> uh, it's about a guy who's a like a hunter on TV, but he takes his son out and wants to uh, teach his son how to hunt. That's the whole story. That's it. Mm. Uh, I would say it's a little republic, like leaning a little right wing, but at the same time, it it's a comedy who's it's kind of making fun of those uh, hunters and right-wing people. But it's not mm. funny is the problem, bro. So I'm going to go ahead and give this a 3 out of 10. So what do you see this week, bro? Uh, I've seen uh, some old Netflix movies I haven't uh, seen. Uh, I saw Tom, Tom Cruise, Jack uh, Reacher, Never uh, Turn Back. I have... And never ever heard of this movie. That's well, a long I, I, title, but okay. Uh, uh, Jack Reacher. Uh, it's a shit movie that you shouldn't see. Uh, it's really, really bad. Uh, I had seen uh, Tom Cruise in the first Jack Reacher movie, and that wasn't too great. Uh, this was even worse. Uh, yeah, just don't see it. <laughs> Oh, all right. Uh, let's see what else? Uh, the other movie I saw uh, was called How It Ends. Uh, uh, that's I also saw that this week. Okay, uh, with yeah, you go first. Right, uh, with what's his? Why can I not remember his name? A uh, Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Sorry. Uh, let's see. What did I think of this? Well, first of all, I went into this and. I knew all, but all I knew about it was the title, and the title is how it ends. So my assumption mm. was that the ending is going to be very interesting because the name of the movie is how it ends, right? Mm-hmm. The mm. ending of this movie was not interesting. No. Uh, it actually had one of those kind of open-ended endings that I like, Fro, but I yeah, hated, yeah. but I hated it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought the ending was garbage. I thought the whole thing it built and built and built and never went anywhere. 
This is a weird movie. Uh, in in the way it's all the interpretations of a movie and never uh, getting there. It feels like uh, you're waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And when you finally get there, you're like, whoa, was that it? Well, even before the ending ending, like when you... Because the part where yeah. they find what they're looking for, or he finds yeah. what he's looking for, that's so anticlimactic when he finds, yeah. f- finds it. And the thing that yeah. I was wanting at the end was an explanation of what was going on, and you never get mm-hmm. that. None, nothing's no. ever explained as to what's actually happening. You know what I mean, Fro? Yeah, and that's what yeah. needed to get explained at the end, uh, right at the end, is that it needed to go, oh, this is actually what's happening. But it's left you're just left to wonder uh and the last little scene where they meet up with the guy in at the cabin or whatever it's like why is this scene in the movie yeah like we've already gotten to the end and now you're just we're just kind of uh prolonging it it's uh it's really this movie was annoying uh it irritated the fuck out of me i would rate this a 4 out of 10 that's awesome because that's exactly what i gave it really yep <laughs> i gave Le- legacy of a white-tailed deer hunter a three out of ten though fro so if yeah. you want to see an even worse movie that is on there and it is worse um oh. it's only worse because it's not at least how it ends has some good action like uh exciting scenes where the other movie didn't have anything exciting about it or really remotely funny at all so yeah and to be honest, I love Forrest Winokur, and uh, uh, he's maybe the best thing in the whole fucking movie. Right, and he's, he's not a... even in the whole movie. No, no. He's in what, maybe three quarters of it? Yeah. Uh, maybe, yeah. I would say so. Cool. Uh, let's hear the audio trailer for Hot Hell Transylvania 3 Summer Vacation. Yes. Oh. A monster of a vacation? Is that what you meant? Oh, Gremlin Air. Tell me where we're going. I've taken care of everything. Ladies and gentlemen. Gremlins, huh? Is that a thing that I guess they own the rights to? I don't remember the last time I saw gremlins in anything. <sighs> Why am I not laughing? I maybe this I'd have to looks under- incredibly weird and bad. I guess I would have to have seen the first one to understand what the hell is going on. Because I have no idea what that little kid was doing at all. That wasn't that better. Oh, yes. So relaxed. Okay, folks, you're free to move around the cabin as we have started our descent. <laughs> Alright, the plane falling and the, the propeller staying in midair, is, that was funny to me. It's so, it's so used and... Oh, well, it's ah. funny because it's classic. What? They're at uh, Harry Potter Castle now? What the hell? But next summer, 
anyone needs a vacation. Oh, they're on the Titanic. Get it? Are we watching two different... Two different what? Two different movies? Trailers? No. This is all one trailer. Just... Really? Yeah, we haven't gotten to a... If you get to the end of a trailer, they have the thing that says coming out on and it has all the production. We haven't gotten to that yet. Oh, I just realized that that was Adam Sandler's voice. Did he? That he didn't sound as much like Adam Sandler until this part of the trailer. Am I wrong? No. Okay. There we go. Well, that was a weird. Uh, that was a weird uh, trailer. Okay, I didn't think it was that weird, but it was a little odd, I guess. So, what is this Oscar-nominated movie all about? Yeah, uh, Transylvania 3, Summer Vacation, join our favorite monster family as they embark on a vacation on a luxury monster cruise ship so Drac can take a summer vacation from providing everyone else's vacation at the hotel. Oh, I see. I, I've never seen the first ones, so I guess the, the whole idea here is they worked in a hotel, and now they want a vacation from work, and so they're going on a cruise. I've seen the first one, didn't like it, so I didn't see the second one. Right, okay. Uh, 6.4 yeah. out of 10 on IMDb, 59% on Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, pretty okay. It's not awful. Mm, no, I mean, it's and they're pretty close, right around 60%, so yeah. yeah. I found my uh, two uh, uh, cool little things on Rotten Tomatoes. Half a star from George W. I found it tedious with a predictable storyline that was not much wow factor than the previous two. It's almost as the same uh, made another uh, one with a shittish storyline just for the fun of it, rather than a movie. With purpose, very disappointed, and a waste of money, in my opinion. And she gave it half a star. Okay. Uh, but I also found uh, a five star uh, by ENS. And it says, this movie was fucking garbage, but maybe dummy thick? Question mark. Oh, all right. Yeah, five stars. Uh, hmm. I don't know if I hmm. 100% believe that five stars there, but all right. Uh, whatever they say. Five stars. No, I'm just saying that's I don't. I don't know if they necess the person who put that necessarily meant it, but that's fine. Oh no, no. Especially when we see what they said. So yeah. Hmm. Um, I went to the Facebook. I'm pretty sure they were curating this Facebook because. Almost everything was positive. I did not see any, barely anything negative. Here's the most negative it got. Uh, Jeremiah Schroeder says, pretty good. Tries too hard to send a message, though. Uh, not, it doesn't even say what message that would be. Uh, this is, oh my gosh. 
this this is somebody who doesn't understand what spoilers are, Fro. All right. Malori Muting says, "Hey, uh, Hotel Transylvania. I just saw the movie yesterday, and there was a really awesome techno song in the movie. I'm not going to spoil it, but what is the name of that song? It's in the scene with the bad guy. Not spoiling it." I don't think they understand how spoilers work. I don't think they know what that even means. Wow. Uh, here's one from Macy Lynn says, I saw this movie. This person has to be like 16. I saw this movie today, and this movie is so fire. Fire means awesome. Okay, from fire means awesome, from. Okay. I love this so much, and it was so good. I can't wait till it comes out on DVD. It was fire, fro. Fire means awesome. I love that they had to let you know that that's what fire meant. Just in case you didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, Last week also some other movies came out. Uh, The Night Eats the World. Uh, It got 76% on Rotten Tomatoes. A 6 out of 10 on IMDb. After waking up in an apartment the day after a raging party, Sam comes face to face with his new reality. Army of Zombies has invited the streets of Paris and he is the lone survivor. Purified with fear, he barricades himself in the building to survive. Right, uh, directed by Dominique Rocher. Uh, wow, look at the name of that lady who plays Sarah, bro. Golshif Ifte Fahanini. Fahani. Yes. Fahani. Yeah. Yeah. And then Anders Danielson Lai. That guy sounds Nordic of some type. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. anybody famous. Nope. What else came out? Uh, Sorma? Uh, East Indian field hockey player Sandeep Singh tries to make a comeback after a gunshot wound leaves him in a wheelchair. Uh, 7.8 out of 10 on IMDb, 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, directed by Saad Ali. Uh, and this has a bunch of Indian people. Digit. Das Sheen Dapis Panu. Right. Uh, When we do movie, I I realize we've never mentioned this, but when we do, like, the movies that came out this week that aren't another digital citizen, we do it when they're released in in the U.S. Because that's kind of what we have to go off of. Digital review, you mean. Not another digital citizen. Oh, is that what I said? Sorry. Uh, Yes. Right. Uh, So when, like, a movie that comes out this movie may have already come out in India, but it's being released this week in America, is the point. So, right. Yes. Then we also have Shock and Awe. Oh, and it has uh, 34 on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, 4.7 on IMDb. In 2003, uh, as the Bush administration prepared to invade... Iraq, a skeptical journalist questions the administration's claim that uh, Saddam Hussein has weapons of mass destructions. 
This has a really, really interesting cast. Oh, okay. Uh, Jessica Biel, uh, Rob Ryder, uh, Woody Harrison, Mila Jovovich, uh, James Morrison, Tom Lee Jones. Wow. Yeah. And I've barely even heard of this movie. And, and it's uh, directed by Rob Reiner. Right, and he's also starring in it. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, not surprising, but he, he's a very good director. I mean, he's in recent history, he's done some good uh, documentary stuff, but this is looking like it's a drama mystery uh, based on the invasion of Iraq and everything. So, actually, this looks yeah. kind of interesting to me. Yeah. Especially too since the cast is so good, yeah. Yeah, too bad it's gotten so bad on Rotten Tomatoes and I need to be. Right, I have a feeling that maybe because of the uh, subject matter more than anything else. Yeah. Right. Maybe. But I'd have to see it. But, maybe yeah. it's terrible, but, you know, it's got Woody Harrelson. How bad could it really be? But, uh, look, talk about uh, what I actually think is going to be an Oscar-nominated movie because I have heard so many good things about this. <sighs> She said lyingly. <laughs> Skyscraper. Uh, Will Sawyer is a former... Will Sawyer? Is that like Will Lost? Because mm. the guy from Lost in uh, Colony is called Will, and in Lost he's called Sawyer, bro. Yeah. Will Sawyer is a former FBI agent and the U.S. war veteran who's now assesses security for skyscrapers. While he's on assignment in China, the world's tallest and safest building catches fire... Uh, and he gets framed for it. Uh, 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, 49% on Rotten Tomatoes. So not great, but not terrible. Um, directed by Rawson Marshall Thurber. Yeah. Starring Nev Campbell, The Rock, and Pablo Schreiber. I have heard that this is a shit movie. I have also heard that. <laughs> I have uh, heard nothing good about this at all. You want to hear something even more uh, crazy about Skyscraper and Hotel uh, Transylvania 3? Hotel Transylvania sure. 3 made more money last weekend than this did. I don't doubt that at all. Yep. I don't doubt that one single second. Yep. Hey, we're going to do something for Extreme Rules results that we've never done before, because guess what? I don't know the results. He didn't see any of this, so... Nope. Um, yeah, I'm going to run, run through the results, and Fro's going to go... This is going to be really new for me, because I have actually not cheated, and I have... Don't have a single clue who's won a single match. This is the first time me and you a... haven't watched a pay-per-view together in maybe a, like two years. Oh, definitely. Yeah. If if not if not more. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because yeah. even but, like uh, sometimes when one of us is busy on Sunday, we'll wait till Monday to watch yeah. it together, just because it's funner to yeah. watch a pay-per-view with somebody than it is to watch it by yourself. Yeah. I, I I've heard rumors that it was terrible. Uh, well, let's get into it because I don't think it was as bad as a lot of other people thought it was. But a lot of other people are watching like Ring of Honor all the time, and they're watching New Japan, and so they get that, and they. But to me, this it was WWE doing what WWE does, and mm. a lot of people wanted 
want WWE to be New Japan, and that's just never going to happen, I guess. Right. Uh, so, in that way, there were certain things I liked more than that other people hated, but when I saw it, they saw it and they went, oh, that's so goofy and stupid. Wrestling shouldn't be goofy and stupid. Uh, yeah, it should be, in my opinion. I yeah. don't know. Do you think wrestling yeah. should be goofy and stupid, bro, or should it be oh, yeah, serious yeah, yeah. all the time? No, no, no. I right. love goofy and stupid. So some of it I thought was really terrible, uh, but there are certain things that were goofy and stupid that other people hated that I went, I like it. I think it's funny. So, yeah. Let's get into it. Um... So I'll just like tell you who won, and then I'll get a, your reaction, and then we'll uh, say who won the bet after that. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, first match. Uh, this was unannounced, so we didn't actually pick this. Uh, Cien okay. almost uh, defeated Sin Cara in a pre-show. Okay. Yeah, I can see uh, uh, they're pushing him, so I can understand that. I don't even know what they're doing with this guy because it. Like got delayed forever and ever, and now it's just in the pre-show. But to be honest, yeah. the person I like the most out of this is Selena Vega. Uh, the other two, I could oh, take them or leave them. Yeah, she's really good. She's really good. I like her. I would like to see her moved into the women's division eventually, but yeah. Yep, I totally agree. Because she's a good wrestler. We know she is. I've seen her wrest- oh, yeah. wrestle in um, TNA, so yeah. TNA, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was tremendous in TNA. Uh, next ma- uh, next pre-show match, Sanity uh, defeated the New Day okay. in a tables oh. match. Okay. Which actually was... I, I'm happy. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of happy for that because, I mean, Sanity uh, is pretty new and I oh, fucking love the leader of Sanity. I mean, he's so amazing. Right, and uh, I saw SmackDown yesterday, uh... I won't spoil anything for you, but uh, they had a match, another match, these two teams, and it was another good match on SmackDown. Mm. Uh, they, they're mm. good teaming, and Sanity see, Sanity's a really good fit on SmackDown. They fit really good oh, there. Yeah. I'm glad they ended up there instead of uh, Raw, because I think they would have got lost in the shuffle. But this was a tables yeah. match. Uh, I watched most of it. I didn't actually see this whole match, uh, but overall okay. it was pretty good. Uh, I, I thought it was... Uh, as fun as you can be for a tables match, which are always anticlimactic because right. somebody goes through a table, it's over. Right. Mm. Uh, first match of the pay per view, the B team. Uh, did any one of us uh, did we bet on this? Uh, oh right, we did bet on this. Did. Sorry. Yes. Uh, we both picked Sanity, so we both got a point okay. there. Uh, sorry, it's it's a little weird, so I'm not used to the order. Yes, yes, we're we're not used to doing it this way. Because I, I usually do the result and you tell me right, exactly. what we bet on. So. Alright, uh, first match of the pay-per-view, like I said. Uh, the B team defeated Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt for the WWE Raw Tag Team Championship. Really? Wow. Yeah. Uh, wow. Some people kind of mad about this because in the same way that Jinder got the title... These guys were jobbers, and now all of a sudden they're world champions. You know, when Jinder got it, it, it there was the right. same kind of complaint. So I can understand how people went, okay, this is a little goofy, but I knew that... I some... like it. I, I like it, though. I, I said I said when we did predictions last week that I really liked and enjoyed the beating. Right. Uh, yeah. But I think this was the one that you wanted to be different because you went Hardy yeah. and Wyatt, and I said B-team on this. But I think yeah. you had said B-team, and you changed it, so... Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, next, we had Finn Balor defeating Baron Corbin 
in just a regular old match. Really? <laughs> yep. This is this is maybe uh, wow. I'm actually really shocked by that because they are pushing Corbin so so hard on on Raw. I did not think he would uh, lose his first uh, match uh, as a uh, the police officer. <laughs> right. Um, wasn't really a very exciting match either. Uh, Baron Corbin yeah. is slow and boring, and Finn Balor yeah. uh, is good, Isn't... but I don't, he, yeah. it wasn't good enough to get a really great match out of Baron Corbin tonight. So. Uh. Or that night, I guess. Uh, next match is one that... Points, points, oh, points, 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 right. Uh, oh, I, yeah, right. I, I had said, uh, I had said Corbin, but I changed it to Balor, and you, you said Corbin. Uh, so I got a point there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had thought Corbin was going to win as well, though. So, yeah, that's, that's saying something, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, uh, did you watch Raw? Yes, I did. Did they push him um, even more? Uh, they put Balor in like a group of people that are fight that were fighting for a chance at the title because uh, they've made it so that no, but uh, but I mean Corbin. No, he Did was not Corbin? even. No, he was not even involved in that in that matchup. Oh, yep. Okay. No, he's still doing the uh, Stephanie McMahon lackey gimmick. Ooh. So yeah, yeah, he's not really yeah. getting a push as in like uh, push as a wrestler he's getting more of a push as a whatever authority figure right now but he's yeah, still wrestling that, 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 that's why I thought he would win win in, in the pay-per-view right yeah because they want him to, to look strong as the authority figure and powerful right yeah you would think yeah. but uh, mm-hmm. they also want Balor to be you know looked at favorably so yeah uh, anyway Next match, people were mad about Carmella defeated Oscar uh, in for the women's championship with James Ellsworth su- suspended above the ring in a shark cage. Did he drop something? Instantly, like they didn't even wait partway through the match. It was like the bell rang and he started dropping things out of the cage. From cool. cool. Uh, no, people were very mad about that. But the then. He open. He picks the lock on the cage somehow, and he's wearing this like goofy getup with like uh, uh, bandanas tied around his legs, like he's Ricky Morton from the Rock and Roll Express or something. Uh, but it, those things were just hiding that he had like a brace on underneath his clothes. So he attached himself to the cage, and uh, it looked like he had gotten his foot caught in the cage, but he was hanging upside down above the ring over the cage, which was wow. actually very funny. Wow. I thought it was funny. A lot of other people hated it. Uh, they brought the cage down to get him, to, like, release him from being hung upside down, and Carmella run, ran Asuka into the cage, pinning her and winning. Cool. So, But a lot of people were so angry about this because they want, they think it, making Asuka look like a piece of crap. I thought no. this, this was the part that I just thought was goofy and funny and yeah, it's just goofy. WWE, right? Yeah, yeah. Points. Uh, right. Uh, you had said Oscar. I had said Carmella. I got a point there. Mm-hmm. Uh, next we have. How many points do I have so far? 
Oh, I don't even know so far. One. Zero. No, you have one. You got sanity in the oh. pre-show. Oh. oh okay. Right, right, right. right. Wow. Ooh. Yes, but one so far. Uh, okay. Shinsuke Nakamura defeated Jeff Hardy. Good. In six seconds, Fro. Oh. Ah. I'm not sure I like so that. So what happened was the ref turned to the guy who was to ring the bell. He went to the corner, told the guy to ring the bell. Behind his back, Nakamura yeah. low blows Hardy, pins him for the win. Uh, so Nakamura's new thing okay. is that he just hits people in the balls. Mm. You don't seem very excited about gimmick. that. Yeah, no. I, I was, I was uh, <laughs> really happy that I had uh, Shinsuke one, but mm, don't like how. Right, but he is United States champion now, so there you go. Yeah. I mean, it's better than nothing. <laughs> sure. Points. Uh, I we had both said Nakamura, so we both get a point there. Woohoo! All right, so you got two points. Uh, Kevin Owens defeated Braun Strowman by escaping the cage in the steel cage match. Uh, this was really wow. Yep, this was pretty awesome. Uh, something a lot of people didn't like again, but Kevin Owens fighting fought uh, Owens in the or Strowman in the cage. He ended up handcuffing him Braun of course breaks the handcuffs uh they climb the cage and Braun Strowman threw Kevin Owens off the top of the cage onto the announce table fro <gasps> why a huge just sideways bump from the top of the cage down onto the yeah but but then he also right. automatically did uh, lost uh, right lost yeah. but at, at the end Strowman goes Congratulations, Kevin! Like, kind of saying, I don't care if I won or lost, I just beat you up, was the thing at the yeah. end. But uh, yeah. it was a huge, giant bump. There was, like, a crash, like, a inflatable crash mat underneath the announce table, so that when he right. landed, it was a little safer. But if he would have moved, if he would have missed a foot to the left or right, he would be dead right now. Um, wow. But it was very, very impressive. But a lot of people were not happy because they don't think people should be taking those kind of risks anymore now that we know all the things mm. we know like you know I like uh, it though. mankind is basically crippled you know what i mean uh, yeah, yeah. so yeah. there's a lot of people saying they shouldn't do this but next match uh, uh no points oh i thought we just did points oh we both said stroman so we both did not get a point there mm-hmm. right uh bludgeon brothers defeated hell no team hell no uh, uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Uh, they what ha- happened is the Bludgeon Brothers beat them up in the back, and Kane got injured, so he comes out in a boot, and uh, they ended up pinning Daniel Bryan because Kane was hurt. So that's how they okay. kept it on them without making it look like they just lost. But it was and not that's a, a good storyline. It was not very good because it didn't make the crowd very happy. Uh, number one no, no. and number two. I guess what happened was. Kane actually had broken or hurt his ankle or leg in for real. So they had to oh. do something in storyline so that it, it made so sense. So he is hurt. Yeah, yeah, so the only reason that this match was kind of bad was that uh, he ended up getting hurt on accident. So I, I, I don't blame mm. them for that. No. Uh, but we said, oh, I said B team and you said, or no, that, that's not right. Oh, I said hell no, and you said B-Bros. I had said B-Bros, but I sw- this is another one that I switched over. So you yeah. got a point there? Okay. Um, 
Oh my gosh, longest pay-per-view ever. Bobby Lashley defeated Roman Reigns in a singles match. Uh, yeah, and that's what the crowd was saying most of the time, too, but uh, not as much as they were saying at the very last match, believe it or not, bro. Uh, okay. Let's see, what do we have here? But can I get the, get the points? You got Maybe a point? Yep, and I did not get a point. Yeah. Uh, Alexa Bliss defeated Nia Jax for the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, and oh. This was the only actual Extreme Rules match. Not a very good yes. match. No? No. Uh, Ronda Rousey did get involved in this match. So if we would have gone to a tiebreaker... surprise! If we would have gone to a tiebreaker, you would have gotten it correct there, but we didn't actually go to yeah. one. Um, but overall, this match was really overbooked and stupid. So, uh, yeah. Mm. I understand people not liking this. Uh, but we got, uh, I had said Bliss and you had said Jax, so I got a point there. Uh, last two matches, AJ Styles defeated Rusev for the WWE Championship. Okay. Uh, I had said Rusev and you had said AJ, so you got a point How there. How was this match? Oh, very good. I mean, we've seen yeah. AJ versus Rusev before and it was yes. uh, fun and this one was also fun. It kind of ended up Aiden English... Uh, screwed up something and caused Rusev to lose, so I think they're going to try to kind of sp- a storyline with that, story yeah. Line there. Yeah. That yeah. On SmackDown, uh, all we saw was uh, Aiden English be- kind of getting a talking to by uh, uh, I almost said Oksana. <laughs> 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 no, I'm uh, well, yeah, who am I thinking of? Uh, Lana. Lana, there Lana. we go. All right. Yes. Not Oksana. Uh, but yeah, uh, and then that would last... be funny if he got to talk to by yeah. Right, she just shows up out of nowhere. Uh, yeah. Last match, Dolph Ziggler defeated Seth Rollins uh, in sudden sudden death overtime after a thirty minute Iron Man match. Wow, they are really pushing Dolph. Uh, this match got a lot of crowd reaction that was very negative people very upset at the crowd for this because they were doing everything that you would normally do in a roman reigns match but in this dolph ziggler mm. seth rollins match uh mm. that's because dolph ziggler doesn't care anymore is it i a lot of people were saying they're just doing it because they're jerks i think it's because they put a 30 minute iron man match at the end of a four-hour pay-per-view uh so you know if you have a 30-minute Iron Man match at the end, even 10 yeah. minutes into the match, people are going to be going, oh my gosh, I'm so bored of this matchup. After four, you know, three and a half hours, of course you're going to be a little bored of something if it's 30 minutes long. That's what I think yeah, yeah. the crowd got upset about. Other people saying, uh, why are you getting mad at these guys? Uh, it made sense when you were mad at Roman Reigns because it, the company was pushing him, but Seth and Dolph... Uh, they're not the poster boys like Roman Reigns is, so why are you crapping right. on this? But I right. think the crowd was more crapping on the booking of the pay-per-view than they were crapping on the two guys in the ring. But yeah. Right. Yeah. But we got the funny, a funny chant that turned into a horrible chant where every time the clock counted down, they would go 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, and then do a buzzer noise, the crowd would. Mm. And it was funny the first two times, but they did it for about 15 or 20 minutes straight, bro. <laughs> so, talking about torture, <laughs> right? Uh, I guess in the yeah. back, WWE actually they had the clock up on the screen in the arena. They took the clock off the screen to try to get them to stop, 
but it ended up making them do it more. So instead of doing it every minute, now they were doing it every 20 seconds. So they ended up putting the clock back on the screen, and then that got one of the biggest pops of the night in the crowd because the crowd went crazy because the clock came back. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, uh, points so, there? points there. I got a point for Ziggler. You did not get a point because you said Rollins. Uh, overall, mm-hmm. you got five points, Fro. And mm. I got seven. Uh, you actually made a big comeback in the second half second half of the pay-per-view. Yeah. Uh, so, I picked something this week. Uh, remember when we did, is WWE part of the Illuminati as a topic, Fro? Yes, I do. Well, there's something else that I've seen a lot of in the last two or three months uh people saying is this part of the illuminati and that's jim carrey so i want to do is jim carrey part of the illuminati fro okay cool a good question there i've seen multiple like youtube videos and people talking about it online for some reason people think jim jim carrey has been brought into the illuminati uh so yeah let's talk about Mm. it uh I want to plug a podcast that now has gotten better audio quality. It's called That Wrestling Show. Okay. Yeah. Now we bought better audio quality. Cool. All right. Did you guys get better mics or what what did you do there? Uh, He got the recording software. (laughs) Oh, okay. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Check us out where we go through Extreme Rules again. And I say, oh, hmm, ooh. I'm sure he'll, he'll go into it a little deeper than we do because it is a wrestling yes. podcast, whereas this is not necessarily a wrestling podcast. And he's no. the wrestling man. So he's going to be he able to do it. that wrestling man, yeah. He's going to be able to do it better than Luke, who is not the wrestling man. Hey, Luke, I have a secret to tell you. AudibleTrial.com slash Citizen. Did you know about that? What? AudibleTrial.com forward slash Citizen. No, I've never heard of that. Oh, it's almost like you should go to AudibleTrial.com slash Citizen and get a free book and a 30-day free subscription to Audible. Audible, it's like books, but for your ears. Next week, we will talk of uh, news of the week, and we will talk about fentanyl-laced flyers conspiracy. What the fuck is this? Fentanyl-laced flyers conspiracy. This was sent to us by a list, like Jeremy, Jeremy, our favorite listener. A conspiracy yes. theory about anti-government flyers laced with drugs. So we'll mm-hmm. try to get into that. Hopefully, there's enough uh, meat that we can do a whole segment on it, or it might be a short segment. I'm not really sure. I haven't really gone into this, but we're going to cover it. Cool. Uh, we will do another digital review of Unfriended Dark Web. I, I have a strange feeling this is a sequel, because there was a horror movie called Unfriended, so... Makes sense that it would be a sequel then, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well... From uh, the hospital and from uh, the trailer, this has been another digital citizen. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen. 